Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It's Election Day, and I'm encouraging all of you to get out and vote today, and let's not ever take for granted the precious right that so many others don't have. Also, in today's Morning Buzz, you'll see a list of key ballot initiatives impacting the sports business. Also, while I will not be at Dealmakers and Sports tomorrow and Thursday in Washington, it promises to be a great event with compelling speakers in that great city of Washington, D.C. If I can do anything for you beforehand, just let me know. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, November 8th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Thank you for listening to the Buzzcast. Let's start with the big news that another major franchise is exploring a sale. Yes, Fenway Sports Group is considering a sale of Liverpool, and if sold, that would return a hefty number. But it's not clear whether or not a deal will eventually be done. This has been talked about in business circles for some time. But Fenway Sports Group is testing the market and it could bring on outside investors. It could sell the team completely. It has retained Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley to assist with the process. Now, Liverpool is a very valuable franchise. Since Fenway Sports Group purchased the club in 2010 for $493 million, the team's value has increased to close to $4.5 billion. That's according to Forbes. That figure is higher than the value of the Red Sox, which, of course, Fenway Sports Group also owns. It should also be noted that Fenway Sports Group sold an 11% stake in the company, Fenway Sports Group, for $750 million to Redbird Capital Partners last year and then bought a controlling stake in the Pittsburgh Penguin, so FSG quite diversified. So why would they be interested in selling Liverpool? Well, there are a few reasons. First, don't discount the impact of the Super League here. Liverpool was one of six Premier League teams to commit to the Super League, and this has reportedly been a big, big, uh, I would say, thorn in the side to John Henry, as he was a big supporter of the Super League concept and was not pleased with the way it went down. In addition, the sale of Chelsea in May at such a robust figure, I believe, was also a significant factor in Fenway Sports Group's decision to test the market and test interest in Liverpool. But here's the bottom line. We can add Liverpool to an already crowded list of teams for sale. Let's think about it. The Nationals, the Suns, the Angels, the Senators, the Commanders, and now possibly Liverpool. So this is definitely a story to watch. Let's shift to tennis because the WTA Tour completed its finals at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth, Texas. And while attendance was light, organizers said they would be interested in bringing the event back to that market in the future. The championship match on Monday night drew an estimated 6,000, which was by far the best number of the tournament. But more importantly, the players and the organizers felt both Dickey's Arena and the city of Fort Worth showed quite well given the circumstances. And what were the circumstances? Well, really, 
The market had only five weeks to promote the event. WTA CEO Steve Simon noted generally a market would have 18 months or a year and a half, not just five weeks. So Steve Simon is comfortable with the venue. He called it a beautiful venue at Dickey's Arena, but he said it may be too big. It's a very big facility. He did say the event sold over 35,000 tickets for the week, but the return to Fort Worth, Texas for the WTA finals is uncertain. The finals were originally scheduled to be played in China. But Steve Simon relocated the event to Texas because of COVID concerns in China and the lingering Peng Shui issue that is still at odds between the WTA and China. The WTA has a 10-year contract with China for the WTA finals, but the organization will decide what to do with its 2023 finals sometime early next spring. They could return to Dickies, but Dickies had just a one-year deal. So the WTA Tour Finals still kind of a free agent on where it will be played in 2023. Let's move to racing. We've talked about the interest in the Formula One race in Las Vegas scheduled for next November. And now the race has a title sponsor and a name. Our friend Alan Snell at Las Vegas Sports Biz reported that Heineken, will be the title sponsor of the Las Vegas Grand Prix next November, and the race will promote its Heineken Silver product and be called the F1 Heineken Silver Las Vegas Grand Prix. Book your plans now. The race is going to be quite popular, and it's set for November 18th, 2023 on the Strip in Las Vegas. Let's shift to pickleball. Yes, more interest in pickleball, and now a major sports sponsor is getting involved. Anheuser-Busch InBev is the latest to make an investment in the sport. It will acquire the final team in the recent round of expansion for Major League Pickleball. Now, that pickleball league is expanding by four teams to a total of 16 teams heading into next year. Now, remember, the other three franchises were acquired by some big names. First, there was LeBron James and Maverick Carter buying one team. A group featuring Tom Brady and Kim Kleisters bought another team. And Kevin Durant's 35 Ventures bought a third team. So now here comes Anheuser-Busch and Bev. They reach a deal. They will become a league-level founding partner in addition to gaining operational control of a franchise. So they're both a league sponsor and a franchise owner. Financial details were not available. Major League Pickleball has plans to host six events in 2023. And the discussions will continue. Is pickleball a just a hot participation sport, or is pickleball a hot business property? That still remains to be seen, but more and more people, and now a major brand, making an investment in pickleball. You know, yesterday on the Buzzcast, I talked about Flightline, so let's put a bow around this amazing horse. We said it was the talk of Keeneland during the Breeders' Cup weekend. We know it's retired, and on Monday... Owners put up a rare 2.5% interest in the undefeated flight line. And that 2.5% interest was acquired for $4.6 million at auction in Keeneland on Monday. So what does that equate to? Well, that share in the horse, who has been compared to Secretariat, puts flight line's total value at an eye-popping $184 million. That's just amazing. Now, that fractional interest in Flightline was offered 
by one of his ownership groups, West Point Thoroughbreds. Flightline was retired Sunday and will be put to stud at Lanes and Farm in Kentucky. But a, an amazing story and an amazing valuation around a pretty special horse. And let's end around people. First, good news for a past game changer, as USA Triathlon has named Victoria Brumfield as its new CEO. Now, Victoria Brumfield has been serving as interim CEO since September. That's when Rocky Harris, who served in that role, left as CEO to go work at the USOPC. Now, Brumfield has served as the USA Triathlon's chief of staff since 2018. She becomes USA Triathlon's first ever female CEO. She was a member of the SBJ Game Changers class of 2020. So congratulations to Victoria Brumfield for becoming the first ever female CEO of USA Triathlon. And if you read SBJ Media last night, you would have read that it's the end of an era at ESPN Public Relations, as Dave Nagel, Director of Communications, will retire on November 11th after 36 years in Bristol. Dave Nagel touched so many areas at ESPN, from ratings to motorsports to tennis to outdoor programming and the America's Cup. He always worked first class. He was always a true pro. He was always patient and, more importantly, always kind. SBJ always enjoyed working with Dave Nagel. We wish Dave the best as he moves on to hopefully quieter, more peaceful, yet very exciting days in the future. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, November 8th. I'm Abe Madcore. Thanks for listening to the buzzcast. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex. Equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.